Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the theme episode. It's the episode of a theme. I should have worn fake vampire fangs. I could do it next time so that I sound bad the whole time. Yeah, but we'll get... It'll be like when you... We talked about you can hear when somebody's smiling when they talk. Yeah. You can hear when somebody's wearing fake vampire teeth when they talk. (laughs) Yeah, probably more so. Yeah, absolutely. This episode sounds terrible and plastic. (laughs) And the teeth. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Why am I drooling? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I hate that. God. Uh, oh, you don't want that the whole episode? No. Okay. That reminds me, I know I've talked about it before, but Cody from... Some more news? Yeah, some more news. Whenever he's on Behind the Bastards and they do the time machine, they go back in time. Oh, That's yeah. That's his time machine noise. Yeah. It's like a slurping. <laughs> no, God. <laughs> It's so terrible. He's so weird. I know, I love him. He's like the only place I get my news anymore. I don't even get the news anymore. No, thank you. But I, I don't. Well, we've <laughs> talked about it. I don't curl my hair as much as I used to, so I don't. Watch. Yeah, I'll get like forty percent of the way through an episode and be like, "Well, my hair's done." And then if I do it like, at all, yeah, you know, I'm like, I'll come back to it, and then I don't. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's fine. I don't need the news. It's terrible. Something, my brother was asking me about something that happened the other day, and he was like, you haven't heard anything about this? I was like, no. <laughs> I don't know anything about this. I exist. Or care. Outside of it. I just don't care. I can't. Too tired. I emotionally. I do care. I, yeah. I just can't. But to keep up. Yeah. I can't keep up like I used to. Yeah. Since the pandemic, I just like ran yeah. out of steam. There's too much happening. Stop doing things and I'll Every- pay attention to yeah, them. Yeah, everybody just stop. So one thing at a time, maybe two, but that's it. Yeah. Could we just have like a worldwide day where we just all stop? I'm just not. That would be so tight. Be so nice. And then we'd be like, wow, that was nice. Maybe, maybe we keep going. <laughs> maybe day one, two. Double one day or nothing. Month. Yeah. Double or nothing. Let's just keep going. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, here we are. Let's not talk about current events. Let's talk about uh, the way, way, way back. The way back. <laughs> the way back. We're going to go way back. <laughs> You and I go way back. <laughs> yeah, but this is even farther. So anyway, yeah, this is Replay Rewind, the movie podcast yes, that we, you know and love. We talk about kids' movies from the year 2000 or before. This month, we're talking about The Little Vampire, which came out in October 2000. I always want to say The Littlest Vampire, but yeah. it's not. He's not the littlest. He's just <laughs> one that is little. Yeah, there I are suppose. smaller vampires, yeah. presumably. <laughs> are you the littlest vampire? Oh, no, no, no. You so, should see. My tiny baby Ben Savage brother. No, <laughs> not those savages, unfortunately. Yeah, that would be cute. But so, for the month of October, we mm-hmm. have been talking about October yeah. 2000. Yeah. We talked about the history, what was going on in the world, some mm-hmm. past current events, and some past events. 
And then we talked about the pop culture. Yep. Of October 2000. And now we're going to discuss the theme. Yes. Of our movie. Yes. Which is little. Being small. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> can't even make jokes at each other anymore uh, too, too predictable it's vampires it's vampires i'm i was trying to like vampire assize our names oh yeah but all i've got is raw meat wedge oh no you could be bucket of blood yeah i mean i'm bucket of blood obviously snake. yeah <laughs> bucket of blood snake <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. bucket of snake blood that's worse yeah it is um you could be meat hmm. flesh wedge (laughs) 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 great that's you flesh wedge that's really gross to say no i'm bucket snake that's meat wedge we're gonna talk about vampires yep and uh well meat wedge is gonna talk about vampires i'm gonna talk about vampires (laughs) and you're gonna learn about vampires because they're my favorite i'll be here for the quips I read a book for this episode. What? Yeah. A children's book? No. An adult book? <laughs> a book for grown-ups. It's three inches thick. I didn't read the whole thing. Oh. Okay. Not insane. <laughs> I was like, damn. But I have the encyclopedia of vampires. Oh, you would have home. that. Yeah. yeah, of course, obviously. Yeah, you already had that. I feel like it was an investment. Y- no, yeah, I've had it's it for just part of your personality. <laughs> <some> time. <laughs> it's old enough, too, that, like, uh, Kiefer Sutherland is on the front. Oh, not Robert Pattinson. Yeah, which I feel like if it had come out even just a few years, like yeah. I got it in high school. So yeah, that was it. Got close. there right before it was close having him on the front. Although I don't know, I don't even think he would have made it because it's like, yeah, he's a popular vampire, but like most vampire people are like not that one. Most vampire people. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> such as myself. Right. Vampire I mean, freaks. I thought Twilight was fine. Yeah. I so I haven't seen Twilight, um, but I watched a clip from it the other day just for fun. Mm-hmm. And wow, <laughs> it was worse than I imagined. It's not good. I really want to read the book out loud. Maybe I will do that on here if I ever get around to finishing Madame Doubtfire. Yeah. I know it's not at all in the time frame. Yeah, but but it's so fun to read out loud. It would be fun for the Patreon because woof. Yes, yeah. something we could read it together. Yeah, like I'll do all the voice acting and you can do all the parts <laughs> in between <laughs> okay <laughs> it'd be really terrible that sounds great um I'll yeah be bella i'll just go <sighs> all the time she yeah all she does is complain yeah. but uh it's fine and then yeah the movies were i only saw the first one i read the first two books i saw the first movie mm-hmm. and i was like this is terrible and yeah i quit I tried to read it in high school because that's when it came out, you know, and everybody yeah. was into it. And I was like, sure, you know, I yeah. like what thing, what people are into. I read <laughs> the, don't. I know, I read the first <laughs> chapter and I was like, no, <laughs> that's not for me. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's not very good. But uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. What are we here to talk about? We're talking about the history of vampires. Ooh. Just a brief one, obviously. Yeah. They're very old. Usually. <laughs> that's yeah, the right. thing. <laughs> But the, the concept of vampires has been around for a long, long time. Yeah. Tell me about it. So what is a vampire? Obviously, modern day vampires differ from one to another. Like yeah. we just talked about, you know, your Lost Boys to your Twilights. I mean, different. you know, there's some baseline similarities. Exactly. They always share a lot of the same traits. Like sexy. Always sexy. Always fashionable. Oh, yeah. Always very about sex, though. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's an inherently like erotic yeah. creature. <laughs> Concept even. Sure. They usually like have foreign accents. They dress fancy. They got fangs. Yeah. And of course, blood sucking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, a lot of like modern vampire traits can be traced back to one man. Mm. And that's Bram Stoker. Oh. He's responsible for a lot of things like as far as vampire lore goes. Cool. What's yeah. Brom short for? I don't know. I think it's just Brom. He's huh. He was super Irish. Is that just an Irish name? I guess so. Oh, it's short for Abraham. Oh. That makes sense. Wait, what? Brom? Abram? That? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the way that you get Peggy out of Margaret, you know, sometimes sure. people are just like, eh, close enough. I don't know. That, that bothers me more because the, the letters are there. Yeah. They're just wrong. They're just, sure. All right. Yeah. Abraham. Abraham. Let's hear it. So, but before that. Oh. Way before. He okay. was he didn't invent vampires. Right. He just honed them. Okay. So it started out. I mean, lots of different cultures, I mean, way, way, way back, like prehistory, have mm-hmm. had stories about like, ooh, creatures that come and, you know, do this and that and the other. Sure. Live way longer, do creepy things. Mm. People are like all over, you know, they all yeah. make up the same myths and then they come together like, Oh, you have a Oh, you got that? You got- Hell yeah. Oh, you need <laughs> I mean, ours kind of looks a little different. Ours don't walk on the ceiling, but that's cool. But the, like, kind of most agreed upon origin is Eastern European stories of disembodied creatures, Ooh. which were more like poltergeists than anything. They yeah. weren't, you know, flesh and blood. They were spooky ghosts mm-hmm. that would come and steal your life force mm. from people and also from crops. So just oh. this thing that, like, came in, like, Kind of sucked everything dry. Yeah. Not necessarily of blood, but just mm-hmm. until it died. So a drought. Yeah. Or, you know, a plague or a, mm-hmm. just like, we can't really explain what's going on, but this thing that was alive isn't now. Yeah. And seems dry. <laughs> husky. Mysteriously. But not like husky. You know what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Mysteriously devoid. Right. Of hydration. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty. <laughs> and so the word that they used was upir mm. and it, yeah again to just kind of explain away diseases you know crop failure infant deaths death of death of the mother just like why is all this happening probably this weird poultry guys thing yeah definitely not because we didn't wash our hands right yeah or it just isn't raining right now yeah you know? yeah exactly so some creature came took the life force away and then so from there the word kind of went from the, the like slavic upir to the hungarian vampire and then like and now we got vampires now we got vampires <laughs> exactly so some cases of vampire hysteria throughout the world which this is i just love mm-hmm. this yeah. everybody's like yeah that totally happened yeah in 1656 a man named gear grando maybe sure <laughs> yeah. i might be pronouncing that wrong from croatia which was known as hysteria at the time mm-hmm. istria sorry died of an illness they buried him and then supposedly this man terrorized the town for the next 16 years that is rude i know what why (laughs) so the legend said that at night someone would go around knocking on the doors of all the houses and if you heard a knock on your door someone in your household would die within the next few days oof his widow also claimed that she saw his face at their window smiling and seeming like he was gasping for breath and then the priest who had buried him also saw him wandering around the streets and tried to banish him with a cross, but that didn't work. He's like, bro, I'm done. I'm already dead. Yeah, like, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, 
after 16 years of this, seems like it should be like maybe a 16 week situation. Right. Yeah. Okay. They dug up his corpse and found it perfectly preserved with a smile on its face. Oh, shit. They attempted to stab him through the heart, but they couldn't pierce his skin. So they cut off his head instead. That'll do it. And the second they grabbed a saw and sawed off his head. And the the second the saw broke the skin, he started screaming (gasps) and blood started pouring out of it. But after that, the village was at peace. So all they got to do is cut off his head. That's so cool. I know. That's a cool story. I know. In 1725, a peasant named Peter Blagojevich died in Serbia and was buried, but apparently also stuck around to bother people. Mm. In the eight days after his death, nine other people died, and each one said as they were dying that they had been throttled by Peter Blagojevich. Damn. His widow also claimed that he showed up at their house one night and demanded his shoes, so she moved away. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of an extreme response, (laughs) but I guess if you're like a peasant you're like well i gathered my five things yeah and i'm leaving and i left the shoes he can (laughs) have them them. yeah um in other versions of the story it said that he went to his house one night and demanded food from his son Mm. and his son refused so blagojevich killed him by biting his neck and drinking his blood so again the villagers wanted to disinter his body to see if he was decomposing and when they did they found out he was not he had new beard growth new fingernails and fresh blood in his mouth When they staked his heart, blood flowed from his ears and mouth. So then they burned his body and nobody was killed by him again. Huh. Interesting. I do wonder, like, I mean, not to be like, obviously this didn't happen, Mm -hmm. but how much of this happened and like could be explained. Yeah. A lot of it is explained by people just not understanding how the body decomposes. Yeah, because your nails do keep growing and your hair and whatever, Mm -hmm. but the blood... Right. Well, it's not even so much that they keep growing as that your skin recedes back from them. So they just oh. look longer. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But also some bodies just don't yeah. decompose the way that you think they're going yeah. to. And so or but where, when you're where they're buried or the what the weather's like then. Exactly. Or, yeah. But, you know, if you're an 18th century peasant, you're like, dig him up. Like, ah, he's like, got beard hair. <laughs> Clearly Everybody around here is dying. Yep. Something's going on. Yeah. And they said they saw him. So. Yeah. In a similar time frame, a man named Arnold Paul was also suspected of becoming a vampire after his death in 1726. So literally like one year later. Hmm. Paul had said that while living in Serbia, he had been attacked by a vampire, but cured himself by eating dirt from the vampire's grave and smearing himself with the vampire's blood. Hmm. How he knew where that guy was buried? I don't know. That's his business. (laughs) He followed him around. But in the month after his death, four people said that they had seen him and they all died shortly thereafter. 40 days after his death, they dug him back up and found that his veins were full of fresh blood. The coffin was covered in blood on the inside and that his old fingernails had fallen off and fresh ones had grown in their place. So they drove a stake through his heart, which caused him to scream and bleed as if he were alive. Uh And they cut off his head and burned his body. And then they did the same thing to the four people who had supposedly seen him right before they died. Just in case. Yeah. They're like, we can't. Not risking it. Handle you guys turning into vampires no. and this whole thing starting all over. It seems again. contagious. Let's just, yeah. Yep. That's cool. That story's cool, too. I know. I love all of them, which I'm like, I hope it didn't happen because creepy, but also like, ooh. Yeah. Cool. I know. Ooh, now I want to read Salem's Lot. Oh, I've never read that one. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I gotta get on it. This will be the perfect time. Yeah. So, Blagojevich and Powell are some of the best documented cases of vampire hysteria, but of course, many more. But this came, you know the same kind of feel of like we buried him and then we saw him walking around at night and then we dug him up and he's not 
mm-hmm. rotten. He's not bones. He's supposed to be bones. Yeah, you got to fall apart. Exactly. And as you know, the world changed. Political alliances changed hands. Soldiers making their way from one country to another. They mm-hmm. take the stories back with them. Oh, we were in this village and we heard about this guy. Yeah. Take those stories to Western European countries and they get woven into popular culture, poems, stories, operas, all about these creatures that rose from the grave after their death and terrorized the living by drinking their blood to live forever. So tight. So then eventually this myth reaches the English-speaking world by way of a man named John Polidori who was hanging out with his friends, some people you may have heard of, Lord Byron, Mary Shelley, mm-hmm. and her not-yet-husband, Percy Shelley. Yeah, I've heard of those. And they're all sitting around reading creepy stories to each other. Oh, that's cute. In this summer. And they're all like, well, Lord Byron was like, we should all write our own ghost stories. Yeah. We're all good at writing. You know, we could write something creepy. So everybody go, you oh, know. that's so cute. As you go home, write a story, and then we'll read them to each other. I love that. Yeah. Mary Shelley started the workings of a book she would go on to call Frankenstein. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. And John Polidori wrote a story called The Vampire with oh. a Y. That story is about a man named Aubrey who meets a mysterious foreign lord named Ruthven, mm-hmm. who turns out to be a vampire. It was published in 1819, but under Lord Byron's name. So a lot of people credit Lord Byron as being like the first vampire guy in the English speaking world. Oh. But was not him. But it did, like, help in its success, Yeah, a lot of people think, you know, because John Polidori wasn't, like, super well-known, but Lord Byron but, was, yeah. so everybody was like, oh, Byron wrote this story? Let me check it oh, out. Oh, yeah, I'll read that. He did get credit eventually. Yeah. But what also helped it to be popular was the fact that it took the vampire from a folklore monster to the form that we see it today, was, like, this person that walks among us and prays on the week while presenting as one of us, maybe, like, as an aristocratic weirdo. Someone with more money, taste, and more importantly, friends. Mm-hmm. So it was like preying on that like fear yeah. that people already had of like, who are these people exactly? You yeah. Know, like coming into our society. Mm-hmm. Foreigners basically. Just xenophobia really is what sure. <laughs> a yeah. lot of horror relies on. H.P. Lovecraft for one. Yeah, absolutely. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And then so a lot of people started writing stories about Lord Ruthven, either using the name of Lord Ruthven directly or just using this character of like this vampire who was like super charismatic. Yeah. Like the vampire stories before hadn't really been that way. It had been No, they've been more like almost ghosts. Exactly. Yeah. This creepy monster. Already died. Yeah. Came back to life. There is something like it's it is scarier to imagine a monster that 
will have a conversation with you. Yeah, and that you is know? your friend. Yeah. And it's like, hey, come to my beautiful home. And, you know, and yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, exciting. Like, yeah, drink this wine. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen uh, or read I Am Legend? I have seen the Will Smith version. And yeah. I've seen Omega Man. Yeah. Which is the same story. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I thought that those vampires slash zombie things were mm-hmm. so scary because they like they remembered yeah they were they still had their personalities and yeah stuff. yeah they'd just be like hey come ha- come hang out like that's <laughs> spooky <laughs> yes absolutely so that was lord ruthven was the vampire for the longest time yeah until bram stoker came along and completely changed the game yeah what I, I mean when i say the longest time for 80 years which is a long that's time a long in time. literature in yeah. the world yeah actually bram stoker published his novel in 1897 and called his vampire dracula because he thought it meant devil in Romanian. Hmm. A lot of people think, oh, he was named after Vlad the Impaler, also known as Vlad Dracul. Oh. No. Huh. He just said, Dracula, that means devil in Romanian, which it does now. Oh. But at the time it meant dragon. Huh. So. <laughs> just another white man not looking things up. Yeah. <laughs> assuming he knows something. Right. It's like, whatever. Romanian, I don't care. Uh, also, a lot of people attribute elizabeth bouchery as like an yeah. inspiration but she might not have even done anything that they said that she did i think oh, yeah a lot of people think that the crimes to which she is attributed were just literally just slander to get her like locked up and out of the way politically yeah so who knows but neither of those people neither elizabeth bouchery or vlad the impaler appear in bram stoker's notes anywhere okay when he was writing yeah this book so probably Maybe. not inspiration yeah unless he kept that in his pocket. He's like, that part's secret. Yeah. That's just for Bram. <laughs> That's just for Abraham. <laughs> These are Bram's notes. <laughs> he did draw a lot on Transylvanian folklore, of course, and very heavily from John Polidori's story. Yeah. And a novel about a lesbian vampire called Carmilla that was written in 1872. Nice. But he also just made a bunch of stuff up. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. When you're writing a book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just make it up. It did. It just seemed like at the time it was way more acceptable to be like, that story is interesting. I'm going to write that story. But in my own words, you know, yeah. a lot more like copywriting, basically. You yeah. Know, or appropriation. Like, yeah. Yeah. For sure. But he was like, no, no, no. I have lots of cool ideas. Yeah. You know, vampires can't do this and they can't do that. For instance, bats were already associated with vampires for many years prior after the discovery of the vampire bat. Yeah. You know, they were like, we found this bat. It drinks blood. And they're like, oh, I have the perfect name for it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, vampires and bats, you know, have been going hand yeah. in hand for some time. But Stoker was the first person to say, ooh, what if vampires could turn into bats and yeah. fly around? He also came up with the rule that vampires have to be invited before going into a home. Cool. That they have no reflection in mirrors and that they have to sleep in a coffin with soil from their native land. That was all him. That's cool. Which, like, a lot of those things still persist to this yeah. day. And then he was the vamp then you know went from john polidori to bram stoker being the vampire guy for the longest mm-hmm. time the next like biggest vampire novel like you said actually that came out was i am legend in 1954 yeah richard matheson exactly love him so now dracula is in the public domain since it's 130 years old at this point yeah so that's cool. There's a website called uh Dracula Daily which is a newsletter that if you sign up for it cuz Dracula is written as a diary. Oh. So if you sign up for it, it'll just be like May 17th. Here's the part of the book that 
oh. is written on May 17th. And so you just get a little chunk of Dracula every day. That's cool. And read through it. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Which they're publishing a book now, but I was like, isn't that just Dracula? Yeah. <laughs> but it has like fan art oh, okay. where it has like people's reactions and stuff. They've just yeah. like added a bunch of stuff. It looks really cool. I really like it. That's so. cute. And I've never read Dracula, so I might have to I sign up for it, but it starts like in March, I think. Cute. Well, that's pretty neat. Yeah. But yeah, so 60 years later, 1954, I Am Legend comes out. The other biggest singular influence on modern vampire culture was Christopher Lee, who played Dracula mm-hmm. in a ton of movies. Yeah. Obviously, like, you know, I mean, really, you just think of like with Dracula, it's either Christopher Lee or Bella Lugosi. Yeah. And Bella Lugosi, the biggest difference between the two of them is Bella Lugosi's character, you didn't see his fangs all the time. Mm hmm. But when Christopher Lee started playing Dracula, he had fangs all the time, uh-huh. which like most vampires nowadays, yeah. you can see their teeth. Yeah. But so not, that was, I don't know. I feel like they usually transform, like they have normal teeth and then they, their teeth grow. Yeah. Which sounds painful. It does. <laughs> but they at least a lot of times have like yeah. little pointy teeth. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on the, yeah. on the lore. But before then they didn't, they just had like little flat teeth like everybody else. Yeah. They should have fangs. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that came about because of the vampire bat. Maybe so. Maybe that's where they got like melded together. Yeah, of having fangs all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have some sort of. But like, if he's going to turn into a bat with fangs, why wouldn't he just have fangs? Yeah, the bat has to have fangs to drink the blood. That's how they pierce the skin. So why doesn't the man has to have fangs too? <gasps> oh my god! Yeah. Vampires Otherwise, what do you fangs. do? Just like a carry on a little knife. <laughs> yeah. Jam a straw in your veins. <laughs> the metal straw. <laughs> reusable yeah. for the environment right yeah you got to take care of the earth if you're going to live on it for 400 years that's true you have a vested interest <laughs> the vampires really should be leading the charge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> conservation it's just hard because they can't come out at night that's true so they're like listen can we have this conference at 2 a.m please this would be really helpful that's when i am most awake <laughs> it's just we have to have it over zoom because i can't leave yeah my house don't worry about all the dirt <laughs> and then of course in the 70s came Anne Rice which is wild to me that interview with the vampire is almost 50 years old that is wild damn it's like nope oh, yeah <laughs> I think 76 1976 is when that was published I guess because of the movie yeah it just feels more 90s but yeah but even the 90s was yeah 30 years ago <laughs> no I know it's been a minute but for the book to be 50 years old is yeah. just absolutely wild I don't know, know. R.I.P. Anne Rice, you cranky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was so she like sued people for writing fan fiction. But uh, yeah, her characters. That's like, silly. It's fine. Just let it go. It's out of your hands. Yeah, you created this. Let people run with it. Yeah, it's okay. Just take one page out of Stephen King's book. Yeah, Stephen King will be like, yeah, man, do whatever. I don't, yeah, give I don't, shit. I don't care. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> that made more sense than what I wrote. Yeah, and then of course, I mean now there's a ton of vampire media mm-hmm. i think they had a really big like popularity after twilight i think was really yeah. like i mean, I mean they were kind of they've always been like kind of popular been around been around yeah. but like there was a while there where it was like everybody you know vampire diaries was out and Twilight yeah. was out and there was just like a lot of true blood true blood yeah what was that one that uh bill sarsgaard was in Scarsgard. oh i don't know he played a vampire named Roman, and then he was friends with a werewolf. Oh, what was that called? I was watching it, but I don't... It's in there. It'll come to me later. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Everyone's yelling at their radio. Right. I don't think a lot of people watched it 
but yeah he was in it and he's yeah. hot and then the dude who played our werewolf like he's like a teen yeah teen wolf and he <laughs> like multiple people mention how hairy he is mm. and he's not <laughs> it was so ridiculous like you have to look like it up because an oliver platt and tall tale moment yeah. of like wow that guy yeah. is huge it's so like, tall it's like he's a normal size he looks very normal six foot four yeah yeah he's definitely i mean he's like a teenager and he has a beard so it's like oh wow yeah but he has like five like chest hairs oh, and he's buddy. like wandering around his little house and yeah. the sheriff is like you're pretty hirsute and it's like he no <laughs> he is not at what all fucking sheriff talks like that anyway. it's it was a really silly i feel like it had the word lake in the title doesn't matter i could look it up but i'm not going to yeah, uh, also underworld underworld yeah super i have not rewatched. i'm sure it probably doesn't hold up but man i loved those movies yeah i really liked the second one i don't remember why but i thought they were really good yeah they're just probably very cheesy if I'm we sure went they are, back and watch them sometimes cheesy is fun yeah i mean they were cool though because that one character gets made into a vampire werewolf hybrid and that is tight yeah hell yeah what a cool concept the lichen yeah. is that what they called it I think that's just what all the werewolves were called. Oh. We're liking. Maybe so. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's that's about it. I don't know what else you want to know. I absolutely... I don't know if you heard of back in the day. There was like MySpace for Vampires. Yeah, Vampire Vampire Freaks. Vampirefreaks.com. I referenced it earlier. Definitely. Well, it's true. I heard you, but I was like, was that intentional? Yeah. (laughs) Um, It is now... It's just a store. Oh, yeah. Which is really unfortunate. It is, but I feel like as a uh, true crime connoisseur i have heard so many like stories of terrible teens being like they had a vampire freaks page (laughs) so vampire freaks was probably sick of it yeah (laughs) like whatever (laughs) we didn't make you bad yeah just where the weirdos collected congregated here yeah they would have hung out somewhere else if not for vampirefreaks.com i know but it is sad now you can just get molokov (laughs) <laughs> merchandise there that's what we all need i don't know i don't know how to wrap this up what do you want to know about vampires well what do you know <laughs> that's all i know about vampires my favorites are lost boys obviously and then queen of the damned which i feel like lost boys and queen of the damned are like the opposite ends of the spectrum because yeah. lost boys is like it's like found family kind of well yeah and like punk yeah like gay i mean queen of the damned is kind of gay but um they're just like gritty and they ride motorcycles and they like live in the dirt you yeah know? like yeah. in a hole in the ground yeah and then queen of the damned is like so cringe i've, a, I've actually never seen queen of the damned it, oh my god you is have to like watch it opulence it's just yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he lives in this like huge house and he's like uh rock star he starts a band called the vampire lestat oh to be like hey all you vampires come get me you know like fuck you i'm putting all your secrets on blast oh. and then all the secrets are like you all the vampires are like you can't say that you can't yeah. tell people where we hang out and he's like i don't give a shit come kill me <laughs> it's okay. really goofy but it's so i mean it really is cringy it is like it came out in 2001 it mm, is peak 2001 peak yeah like mall goth core and i love it so much the whole soundtrack is written by jonathan davis oh hell yeah it's just <laughs> you know like yeah. disturbed corn marilyn manson yeah it's so rob zombie hell yeah no rob zombie's too gritty too gritty okay sorry <laughs> good cleaner than that. save that for the matrix <laughs> yeah and it's just i don't know it's i just love it because it's just so like what what is happening this is so cheesy and Aaliyah's in it and she's super hot yeah it's great oh, hell yeah. i know 
Yeah. Um, I I love vampire lore. Yeah. I don't yeah, it can just be taken in so many different directions, which is cool. Yeah. I think I like the monster version a little better. Like, have you seen Thirty Days of Night? Mm-hmm. I love that kind of vampire. Like they are intelligent. Yeah. And they do like they have a society and like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But they're not like they live outside. They're still monsters. Yeah. They're still gonna like they're not gonna like seduce you and then like gently like drink your blood and like clean it up with a little napkin that's the best they're gonna rip out your throat no 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 no. i want to be able to hang out with them forever like i want this to be like a symbiotic relationship (laughs) i do love the uh trope in a lot of vampire things of like the hanger on yeah you know redfield yeah Mm -hmm. just like hanging out well yeah somebody has to go get the mail yeah i know (laughs) know? like it's weird if i go get the mail at 4 a.m every day people are gonna think it's weird yeah but if i had just have a boy yeah. I have a man who lives yeah. in my home and does things for me. Everybody has that. Just got to have a, a kept boy. Exactly. <laughs> you need some sort of liaison to the outside world yeah. so you don't look like a total and but freak. And you just keep promising that you're going to yes. turn them one day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, just eat bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fine. It's, it's fine. Yep. The, I think the first like vampire thing that I ever saw actually was an anime. Oh, yeah. It was Vampire Hunter D. Oh, Bloodlust, which is the second one. I've yeah. never seen the first one. I haven't seen it. But the second it, so. one is great. Oh, we didn't even mention Buffy. Like, Buffy is probably the first thing I ever saw that had vampires in it as yeah. a kid. Yeah. I didn't start watching Buffy until I was well in my 20s. And I was like, yeah. this is kind of dumb. It is. Yeah. But you have to watch it as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I missed the window. Yeah. And it was one of those things that, but there's like nine seasons. And somebody's like, well, once you get past season two, I was like, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> Give me the Cliff's Notes. <laughs> Time for shit to get good. Yeah. No, I get it. But there's actually, there's a vampire named Carmilla in Vampire Hunter D. Oh, nice. Which is, she's like this big, like, bloody naked lady. Oh, yeah. It's pretty sick. I mean, that's how lesbians be. <laughs> just covered in blood. <laughs> I don't know. It's just really cool. I like the different, in the Carmilla story, they keep running into her, but she keeps changing her name. Hmm. But... It has the same letters. So it just keeps being an anagram oh. of Carmilla. Yeah. She's like, I can make up a new name as long as it has these letters in it, which like a couple people have tried to do. Like there are a lot of vampire things that have the name Alucard in it, which is Dracula backwards. Oh, uh, yeah. Like uh, Castlevania. The yeah. guy's name is Alucard and yeah. stuff like that. So somebody tried to make that uh, like happen to be like Dr. Acula. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just think I just think they're neat. Yeah. Can Marge Simpson with her potato. Yeah, I just think they're neat. I just think they're neat. <laughs> so. I do too. I like it. And I, I do like when people, you know, kind of like, well, what if this? And what if that? You yeah, know, as long yeah. as it doesn't get too goofy or sparkly. I mean, fuck it. Let it be goofy. Who cares? Have no, fun. I'm just dogging on Twilight I again. Know. But, you know, as we said in The Lost Boys, those Very guys were glittery too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. That was just a personal Joel Schumacher choice. What if it was sparkly though? <laughs> And I'm for it. How else? How do we make this gayer? <laughs> Turn the gay up to 11. Break up the knob. <laughs> well, so that's everything that we know about vampires. If you know stuff about vampires, come tell us. Yeah. If you've I ever mean, met one, let me know. If you if you are one. Oh, yeah. Please come on the show. We record at night. HMU. Yeah. Dude. And uh, you can do that by finding us on Instagram, Replay Rewind Podcast, or you can send us a Gmail, Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our other episodes on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartMedia, iListenToPodcasts.com, 
I, fuck. Um, wherever the podcasts are. And also on Patreon, we have bonus episodes. You can go to patreon.com, search for Replay Rewind Podcast. That's what the show is called. You can find us all over the place. Yeah. Just search for it. Google <laughs> Replay Rewind Podcast. <laughs> Things will happen that you can put your money into. Yeah. And then we get really the money. We and then we buy stuff with it, like these new microphones. Hopefully, we sound good. Uh, hopefully. We keep trying. We're doing our best. We have so many microphones in this <laughs> cave now. <laughs> microphones and stands and beanie babies and yeah all the things that you need for podcasting exactly but yeah i mean truly support us monetarily if you can if not just like it subscribe tell your friends share the episodes be obnoxious about it they're your friends they have to love you tell your family they can't stop talking to you just because you keep mentioning this one podcast (laughs) it's fine you'll still get invited to thanksgiving yeah absolutely just make sure you bring rolls or something and you're in exactly it's all good in the meantime Stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.